Nothing But The Words, episode number 91. Are you ready to write your book? Welcome to Nothing But The Words, the podcast that gives you everything you need to know to write a phenomenal book. Now here's your host, your author coach, Candace L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis. I hope your week and your writing are both going really, really well. In today's episode, I'm inviting you to reflect on your readiness to write the book you feel called to write, the book that you desire to write, the book that will help you fulfill whatever purpose you've set out for it. If you've been struggling to write, even though you've done all the pre-writing process, you've nailed down your subject, you know who you're writing for, you understand the purpose of your book, it might just be that you're not ready. I want to encourage you to honestly assess your readiness to write that book. The good news is that you can overcome any of these obstacles keeping you from getting ready to write your book and get it done. Some of these solutions will take longer than others, but they are all available to you. In this case, I'm speaking mostly of memoirs and personal development, professional development books, and this would include anything you consider how to. I'm also including narrative nonfiction in this discussion. And if you're not familiar with that term, it generally refers to a book that tells the story of people and events that don't involve the author. So for example, if I wrote a book about Hurricane Katrina and followed several families through that event, that would be narrative nonfiction as I told their story that doesn't involve me. So let's dive into four signs that you're not ready to write your book and what to do about it. Sign number one, you constantly reference your guru, teachers, or the book that changed everything for you. Now, don't get me wrong. Of course, you can and should credit the people and works that helped you get where you are. But you also need to have formed your own opinions. You need to have your own system and your own philosophy. It's understandable to be so excited about another author's work or your teacher's work that you want to tell everyone about it. It happens to me all the time. I probably drive my friends crazy. But if your book is just regurgitating what another author said or what your coach taught you or what your guru teaches, you're not ready to write your book yet. You might just need more time to implement what you've learned and garner your own insights from applying their work. Or try this exercise. Sit down and write a list of the philosophies or strategies or steps, whatever you learned from that person or that book. Then write out where you disagree, even a little. Maybe you found a different twist on the process. Maybe you have a slightly different value system. And so your philosophy diverges from theirs at some point. Make a list of the ways you've altered their steps and strategies to make them work for you. How have you applied what you learned from that expert in ways that might surprise even them? How have you integrated that knowledge with your other knowledge and your experiences to make it a part of your own wisdom? Every expert learned from someone else, but it's up to you to make that knowledge your own. It's particularly important that you do that in your book. Sign number two, that you're not ready to write your book. You're telling stories, but you're not sharing the lessons. This is particularly obvious in a memoir, but it can pop up in other nonfiction books too. Memoirs all story, but most nonfiction books will have some element of story in them. So yes, readers want to hear your story. And no, you don't want your memoir to become a preachy, come learn at my feet sort of book. 
But if I read your story and I don't see any arc, I don't see how you've changed in any way. I don't see that you're able to look at the story through a clear lens and extract something of value from it. Your story may feel superficial. Now, I'm not saying you need to announce, and this is what I learned from my horrible fifth grade experience, and then drop into lessons. Not at all. There are lots of ways to show growth and change and share lessons in your book. Just the fact that we see the author grow and change in a memoir is a sort of lesson in itself. A lack of growth can be too, but the best memoirs let you close the book feeling like you learned something through this person's life. You might choose to spell out the insights or to write them more subtly in your storytelling and trust the reader to get it. It doesn't always have to be some sunshine and rainbows lesson either. If you're still in the middle of the story, it may be too soon for you to even have any insights about it, much less write about them. So you may want to delay writing your book until you've had time to process those events. If you don't know what the insights are yet, that's okay. Even if you're on the other side of it, (laughs) you're like, I went through this 10 years ago. I'm ready to write about it, but I don't know exactly what the lessons are. That's fine. As you write, ask yourself, what did I learn from this? What do I want other people to know about this? And then write out your answers in full. You might decide to cut back all that explanation so it doesn't weigh down your book. Perfectly reasonable. It's absolutely fine. Sometimes a sentence will do, but going through that exercise will help you get clear about the insights you want to share. Sign number three, that you're not ready to write your book. You're nowhere to be found in the pages of the book that's supposed to make you an expert. If you're writing personal development or professional development, the odds are you want to be seen as the expert in your field. But why should readers trust you? Why should they try your system or process or strategies instead of someone else's? If they don't know your story, if they don't know how you became an expert, they just might not. Some authors just want to share their knowledge and not show up on the pages of their book. As an introvert, I get it. I did not always enjoy being visible. I used to be shy on top of being introverted. And that can work. You can write a book that doesn't have you in it and still pass along your knowledge but it's not the most effective way to position yourself as an expert. Some authors share their stories throughout the entire book in every chapter, sometimes multiple stories in every chapter. You can do that too, but you don't have to go that far. Instead, you can sell us on you as the expert from the beginning of the book and then choose stories, examples, anecdotes, or case studies from your clients or from public figures. And of course, when we tell client stories, (laughs) we get client permission before we tell their stories. Permission in writing. And work on getting comfortable being seen now, because if you don't, marketing your book is going to prove quite difficult. Sign number four, that you're not ready to write your book, you don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I say that jokingly, but also a bit seriously. If you're writing about a historical event in your book, for example, but only you only know as much as you learned in high school about it, it's time to do some research. If you're touching on how on how many people in any group a statistic applies to, you can't generalize or guess about statistics. Do your research. Even when you're writing a memoir, You don't remember everything that happened in your life. There may be research you need to do to set the scene for people so we can be more clear about where you grew up, for example. 
Even when you know a topic well, there are times when research is called for. Don't be afraid to do it. Don't fall for this idea that everything you write in your book has to come from your own head, your own existing knowledge. Do your research, cite your sources, and get on with writing your book. You don't have to stay stuck and you don't have to write a book that makes you look like the author who wasn't really ready to write it. (laughs) Do whatever you must to get ready to write a book that will outlive you because of its enduring quality. Use your own ideas, even if they're inspired by your favorite expert. Share your insights from stories and events that you experience or that others around you experience. Show readers some of you on the page and demonstrate your expertise and do your research when you need to. That's all for this week's episode, friend. For more writing tips and inspiration, follow me on Instagram at Candace L. Davis. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis, and I'll see you next time.